Darren Patton's been very generous with his time over the last week. Uh, one half of Court Talk for many years on Sport FM, former professional player himself and tennis coach. Good morning, Big D. Good morning, Jacob. Really interesting stage Hello. of the tournament, isn't it? As we look forward now to seeing the best of the best in the, the respective draws, the men's and the women's singles. Uh, Novak Djokovic, he didn't have it all his own way last night. He dropped the first set. We are talking about it a bit earlier, Big D. It seems like he almost needs a little friendly nudge to go down a set to, to be sparked into action and it happened again last night. Yeah, he played uh, Karen Kachanov, the big uh, Russian, who's 11th seed, who's a, who's a dangerous player on any, any surface, is uh, Kachanov. So, he loses the first set 6-4, does Djokovic, and then, yeah, wins the second set in a tie-break, quite convincingly, 7 points to 0. But, yeah, exactly, he needed a little bit of a, a cattle prod to, uh, to get him going, but then once he got that second set, um, yeah, 6-2, 6-4. So, yeah, three and a half hours, so it wasn't a huge time on court, especially on the clay courts, but um, yeah, he played played sort of uh, rudimentary, did uh, Novak, but uh, he seems to be a little bit up and down with his uh, mental state at the moment, but uh, he's dangerous nonetheless, and that, that puts him through to the, through the semi-finals, so yeah, a good win, a win is a win, Jacob, and at uh, this level, so he's come up against Carlos Alcaraz, who absolutely destroyed Stefano Sitsipas, the fifth speed, 626176. Uh, so, yeah, the top of the draw is, uh, is set for the first semi. Yep, Carlos Alcaraz, the number one seed, and playing like it. Stefano Sitsipas had played some really good tennis, and then Alcaraz just wiped the floor with him in, in that match, as he said, straight sets and fairly clinical from the young man. Oh, look, he's. He's just a hungry young Alcaraz, and he's playing some fabulous tennis. He all his stats are up. You know, his first set percentage was at a high, you know, around eighty percent mark. Um, he just dominated second serve points one as well, and uh, his athleticism around the court. He's a real player. He can volley, serves very well, and his ground strokes are just pinpoint accuracy. So, yeah, to uh, dismantle Sitsipas in that uh, convincing fashion is uh, is ominous for the other boys uh, in the draw. Zverev, where where do you see him in this tournament and going forward? Zverev, um, he's pretty good. He's, 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 his lead-up matches, Dunny, have been, uh, have been great. You've been watching or you've been sleeping? Sleeping. <laughs> a <Atta> boy. <laughs> uh, I've been watching. Yeah. I've been watching. I've been losing some sleep watching. I watched Novak last night. I think I turned it off at about 10 to 10. But uh, some good tennis. And yep, Zverev's got an interesting matchup with an Argentinian by the name of Thomas Martin Echeverry in his quarterfinal. He does. He's around 50 in the world, this boy. Uh, clay court specialist. So Zverev um, yeah, will come up against probably a crowd favourite because they are like the underdogs at the French Open and someone who's come through unannounced and... Uh, and uh, not, uh, you know, not on the posters around the pavilion. So I, I expect Zverev to win this match. Uh, he, this other fellow might stick out a set or two, but I, I still think Zverev uh, will win. But the the main game for tonight's uh, viewing, Danny, will be uh, Rune versus Rude. So Casper uh, Rude, the fourth seed, uh, up against the young uh, plucky Holger. Rune, so th- th- that'll be fantastic. They played five times before. Rude, not Rodney Rude, Dunny, but Casper uh, Rude. He will. He leads a four-one head-to-head. But the last win was uh, Holger Rune. 
So that was in Rome only about a week and a half ago. So this will be a, a, a really interesting match to watch. Oh, I see that's at 2.15 in the morning. I'm, I, yeah, I'll make an effort. <laughs> Get up and watch that. You will not. Hope it's a five-setter and that maybe it goes into a third or fourth hour. We might catch it in the studio. Uh, Darren Patton's with us. We're chatting the French Open and the men's singles draw, which is now moving through the quarterfinals into the semis. Rune v. Rue, that's a commentator's nightmare. That is big day. As someone who's called a little bit of tennis with your good self, that's um, that's a challenge, Rune and Rude in a in a rally. Oh yeah, you'll need uh, it'll be a bit of a tongue twister, and uh, yeah, these guys are the most exciting probably prospects on the tour at the minute. Um, you know, ranked four and six in the world. Uh, Holger Rune, yeah, twenty years of age, and, and Casper Ruud, he's uh, you know, only twenty four years of age. So yeah, they've been uh, at the top of the the end of the tournaments uh, on a regular basis uh, in recent months. So. Does um, the women's quarterfinals that we had yesterday were a tad underwhelming? Uh, Alina Sabalenka uh, defeated Alina Svitolina 6 4 6 4, and uh, Mushova beat Pavlachenkova 7 5 6 2. So we had a couple of straight sets wins, a couple of comprehensive winners there in their quarterfinals. Yeah, the men are battling out for three and a half hours, and the girls uh, they're just under, well, just on an hour and a half, so it's easy money. Um, yeah, Sabalenka actually played very well against uh, Svitolina, the Ukrainian girl, 6464. So there's no real surprises there. She's been on the top of her game for a few weeks now, Sabalenka, and uh, picked her to be yeah, a finalist in, the, in this event. Um, but uh, Caroline Machova, yeah, 7562 against the veteran Pavlachenkova, I thought, uh, yeah, workmanlike and uh, sort of blue collar stuff there from Machova. So. I expect Sabalenka to take her apart in the, in the semi-finals when they meet in a couple of days' time. But um, yeah, tonight's matches will be a little bit, probably be a little bit more interesting. I like the way Ons Jabir she comes up against um, the Brazilian girl Beatrice Haddad Miara, I think it's pronounced. But uh, I'm uh, I'm sort of convinced that uh, Jabir, her hands and the way she's gone about it, uh, she's, she's she's playing to the crowd nicely. She's been a, a runner-up here at the French Open on two occasions um, yeah she looks primed to maybe cause an upset uh, in that side of the semi-finals when she probably will come up against Swiatek who takes on uh, Coco Goff Corey Goff the young American girl so yeah some interesting viewing tonight on the women's side of things and um, and obviously the men's as well a bit later on but uh, yeah I expect Swiatek to win her quarter and to take out her quarter as well. Um, a little bit of uh, controversy in the women's doubles we saw on the on the weekend. I think mm. it was Sunday. Um, what was your thought of that? I mean, and especially the behaviour of the the opposition in, in the way that they sort of f- tried to force a, a disqualification. Yeah, they forced the default by. Well, the act itself wasn't sort of really really malice, but you know, hit the ball child, the ball girl in the in the chest and sort of she was in some discomfort, probably more than well, probably more shock than shock, anything, yeah, rather than yeah, yeah. yeah, rather than sort of being injured or, you know, hurt. But 
Yeah, I thought the uh, the opposition that was yeah, pretty tasteless. They went uh, went above and beyond to try and get the girls defaulted. They referred to Novak Djokovic when he did a uh, similar type of thing at the US Open a couple of years ago. But his was a full on, full blown uh, slap from across the other side of the court, hit the lines lady in the neck, and <laughs> nearly knocked her out. But yeah, this was. Yeah, I think uh, just a warning, probably a fine, which they which they get it probably would have been a four or five thousand dollar fine to you know put them back in their box, but to be defaulted, not get the seventy grand. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Which which was the which was the prize money for the girls? I was split the seventy grand, seventy grand, thirty five grand each. Yeah, walked off in tears. Yeah, it was just overkill, and uh, a lot of the other players who were um, there at the time saw it. Especially a lot of the French players have come out and um, said the same, said the same thing. Said it was a bit, uh, bit over the top. Interesting, big day, and that was certainly a talking point across the weekend at the French Open with the women's doubles. But interesting to see Coco Goff's alive in the doubles as well. So she's got a, a guilt-edged opportunity across the singles and the doubles. But we've got Ellen Perez featuring from an Australian point of view. Yeah, the only Aussie left is young Ellen. She's the New South Wales girl. Uh, lives in Melbourne these days, but uh, she won six last six three against uh, Zhang and Yu in the doubles. So pretty good win there, the 11th seed. And the only Aussie left in the in the tournament. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's fabulous to see. And, yeah, Coco Goff is, uh, is alive and well. She's been playing a lot more doubles these days, as Coco. And she plays with Jessica Pagula, the other American girl. So, yeah, so they're looking pretty strong in their section of the draw. So, yeah, the doubles... And the extra time on court is probably helping Coco a little bit uh, with her singles. Big D, uh, who's going to go on to win these respective uh, singles uh, competitions, the men's and the women's at the moment, do you think, with what we've got to come? Oh, the championships. Um, I'm going, yeah, I'm going uh, Alcaraz in the men, and I'm going to go Ons Jabur in the women's. So I think, uh, yeah, I'd like to see the young lady... Uh, get her first uh, Grand Slam title and uh, sort of upsets the apple cart a little bit. I think she's uh, due for a win, especially on the clay courts where she plays her best game. And, uh, yeah, Alcaraz, uh, yeah, you get the double there. Lazy five on it because I think it's uh, the odds will be pretty short. But, uh, yeah, he's playing some good tennis, the young Spaniard, and... Um, yeah, he's going to be hard to stop. I'll try and keep Wayne away from the, those respective bets because he can turn <laughs> any winner into a loser very, very quickly. Hey, Big D, right? thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And we'll look forward to seeing the business end of this tournament. All the best. Good idea, fellas. Enjoy your day. Thanks, That's guys. Darren Patton. Joining us here on Sport FM, one half of Court Talk for many years with Brother Brett and joining us to chat the French Open.